Meet Will and Tom, two seemingly ordinary men, cursed with a gift of vast knowledge that is forever expanding. Possessing incredible insight with unparalleled skills and expertise, let us join them as they embark on a journey to quench their thirst for the truth while answering the questions to life's most intriguing mysteries. Let us open our minds and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Imagine awakening from a coma after a year. Your muscles would ache from atrophy. Your eyes would have to adjust to the light. You may be confused as to what happened and why you're in a hospital bed. But what if you were in a coma for 20 years? For some, this may be a quarter of their life, gone. Let us listen in to our two comatose commentators, Will and Tom, as they unconsciously give an answer. Welcome back, everybody. This is Thomas Case. <laughs> this is William Stark. <laughs> did, did that throw you off? <laughs> it did. I wasn't expecting it, but I mean, if it becomes the new norm, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I sh- I'm, I'm going to keep you guessing every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for sure. <laughs> All right. Down to business, shall we? Um, Yeah. Let, let's shall. This question is actually inspired by something. Uh, it, it was a, a movie my wife wanted to watch. Um, and we saw it, and it was actually it was actually kind of funny. It starred Rebel Wilson, but okay, I I, I'm vaguely Netflix. familiar with her. Yeah, it's called Senior Year. Uh, but okay. the question is, and this is basically the premise of the movie: What if you suddenly awaken after a 20 year coma? Dear God, so I'd be <laughs> 53. Oh God, yeah, 53. <laughs> okay, damn uh, it, I'd be 61. <laughs> um. So parameters. parameters, yeah. I was gonna say, yep. does this happen now? Or does this happen earlier in our lives? No, the parameters is after <laughs> the parameters is after last episode that we recorded. You mysteriously, <laughs> <laughs> you, you mysteriously fall into a coma. The lizard for 20 people years. got us. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lizard people did something to your mind. Oh jeez. And uh, and for twenty years, there's been another William, but it's a lizard person. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh my god! That, man, that man. We just turned this episode. We just I just gave it a, a shot of steroids right now yeah um, like when you first said the question i wasn't like someone took my place are we going no, with that no 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 oh, no, okay. no we're not gonna All go right. with that no. okay <laughs> that would maybe maybe you know sometime in the future maybe we'll do an echoes from the past segment and we'll talk about that again but we'll add that little element in the question for sure um no for this one is uh after last episode you've mysteriously fall into a coma for 20 years and then suddenly awake um they don't know what it was that caused you to, <laughs> we don't know to what get happened. into the coma? Yeah, you just mysteriously fall into one. I would be uh, number one. I'm. I would be very, very shocked that the plug wasn't pulled on me by that point. Twenty years is extraordinarily long time, and that's a lot of money. <laughs> you well, you could think you could thank your fiance for that. Uh, she she loves you so much. She could not bear to you know what i mean like pull the plug on you mm. um plus plus you know what though like i don't know if, when you're in a coma though that doesn't technically mean that you're like you have to have the machines to help you live right 
Yeah, but um, yeah, but people have to feed you and shit. Yeah, it does cost money in the hospital. You're you're right about that part. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they could pull a plug. But you're right. If they just stopped feeding you, you would die. I think that might be um, a thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we go any further, um, because Fritz is in a coma, uh, I had to do my yes, own deep dive. Definitely. That's that's way more likely than he's a lizard person. <laughs> you think so? I don't know, man. Absolutely. I'm still I'm still going with lizard person, but he might be in a coma. Um, but I had to do my own deep dive. Let's let's go to the deep dive, shall we? Let's do it. Details from the deep. So a person in a coma is unconscious, not sleeping. Someone who is in a coma is unconscious and won't respond to voices, other sounds, or any type of activity happening around them. A person in a coma is still alive, but the brain is functioning at its lowest stage of alertness. You can't quote unquote wake up someone up or wake someone up from a coma by shaking them or shouting their name loudly like you can with a person who has fallen asleep. Right. Um that, I, William! William, wake <laughs> up! We gotta continue the podcast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have you'd have me and brian doing this yeah, you have two podcasts. <laughs> a coma can be caused by different things cause of a coma include a severe injury to the head or the brain seizures infections involving the brain brain damage caused by a lack of oxygen a stroke a chemical imbalance or a drug overdose in each of these cases a person's brain cells might be affected uh, which could make someone unconscious okay uh, so don't do drugs, everybody. Uh, also, don't don't get it in an infection that involves your brain. Yeah, I mean, try and <laughs> that avoid that scary. if you can. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, someone in a coma needs serious medical attention. When a person is in a coma, they usually need to ca- uh, need to be cared for at a hospital in the intensive care unit. Um, a, te- a team of doctors, nurses, and medical staff make sure that the person in the coma gets the fluids, nutrients, and medications they need to keep the body as healthy as possible. Someone in a coma often needs a feeding tube, and some patients are unable to. Oh, some patients are unable to breathe on their own. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. In these cases, the patient needs a ventilator to keep breathing. Obviously, right. If a loved one is in a coma, families and friends aren't powerless. For those who have a loved one in a coma, it's normal to feel uh, frustrated, upset, scared, or helpless. However, families and friends can help take care of their loved ones uh, while they are in the hospital. Uh, it's important to visit with the person in the coma, talk to them, read to them, play their favorite music. Uh, it's possible that someone in a coma might be able to hear what's going on, even if they seem unresponsive. Interesting. So they're saying, like, yeah. if you can do this, do it, because there's there's a chance your loved one's trapped in living hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just right. thought about that right now. Like, yeah. y- like if you could hear all that and you're like you're hearing your loved one like crying because they're you know, what I mean, like, it would make yeah. them sad or or they're talking to you and you want to so badly say something, but you just cannot yeah. respond at all. Right. Um, here's a little like the bit worst of uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, exactly. That'd be scary. Um, here's a little bit of good news, though. Most people do come out of a coma. Generally, most patients at a hospital do come out of a coma. Typically, a coma does not last more than a few days or a couple of weeks. In some rare cases, a person might stay in a coma for several weeks, months, or even years. Depending on that cause, uh, depending on what caused the person to go into a coma, some patients are able to return to their normal lives after leaving the hospital. Unlike what you might see on TV, a person coming out of a coma will probably be confused and respond slowly, often needing time to recover. Yeah, without a um, doubt. 
holy crap yeah but see what i see on tv is i you know that that's that's my that's my uh, knowledge you know oh boy um no just playing uh in some instances a person who comes out of a coma can remember what happened to them and are able to resume their normal activities in other cases a coma patient might need therapy to relearn basic tasks and functions like uh, tying their shoes eating with a fork and learning how to walk again it is possible for people who have been in a coma to, to make progress and improve their quality of life. So that's that's good to know. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, anything else? No, that that's all I got for. That okay, time. so twenty years is dear Jesus Christ. That's such a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, this is really bad because well, I mean, it's just, it's just obviously really bad, but like. For for me, I mean, I would be filled with with such a great amount of rage and anger <laughs> that I lost out on twenty years of my life, twenty years that like I I very much meant to do things with, and now yeah. that's been taken from me. And like my life, for all intents and purposes, from my experience, I just lost twenty years off my life, and now I have way less time on this earth. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would I would definitely feel cheated. Yeah, I would I'd be extremely like, angry. I'd be extremely mad about losing out on my my kids entire childhood and teenage years. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's okay. Okay, let me let me paint you a picture and I want you to respond of what you you feel like your honest reaction would be if you could imagine coming out of a coma like this. So you're right now you're opening your eyes right out of the coma, right? <laughs> okay. You're opening the eyes and you know, obviously you're you're probably confused, you know what I mean, because you're not I I don't even know if you would expect to be in your room. Like I don't know if you would remember why you were even in the coma, but so you open your eyes and you look over and you see 20 years older, Michelle, Liam and Scarlett. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, do you think you, I mean, maybe you would recognize, you know, Michelle, but like, I think I, well, as for, as for the baby, um, you know, he, he's probably the least recognizable, you know, just because mm-hmm. babies change so drastically uh, before they become kids and then adults. But um, but the other two, I'm sure I would recognize right away. Like, I don't know, like even like, you know, so in Dungeons and Dragons, we role play a lot of things. Right. And there there are kind of limits to people's acting abilities and you do the best you can. This is something so utterly traumatic. Like, I can't even begin to know what I could would possibly feel like or what that could possibly feel like. Except for to say that, like, it feels me, the me who, who's here now, with, like, yeah. uh, a sense of absolute horror and existential dread, followed by, like, just profound sadness. And, like, yeah, that it, it, it would be, be uh, a negative emotion on a scale of which I've never experienced before. And God, I wish, I hope I never experience. And, like, I, w- I do not wish that ex- to experience upon anybody. You know what I mean? Anybody, That's yeah. so drastically, horrifyingly bad. Um and honestly, I feel like if I had a guess, I would say that the entire experience would be so overwhelming and so because you're getting hit from so many angles and also so confusing. And like, mm. you know, the five stages of grief, like you're going to go through all of them multiple times in like the first two minutes of being awake and yeah, probably for the rest of your be- life. Like, I can't even imagine like just the denial and then the anger and. You know, the the bargaining in your head that you're going through, like, just, like, I I mean, that's enough to drive someone crazy. It's enough to make him snap, you know? Yeah, that is true. I I don't even know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm having difficult, 
just even imagining how I could feel, you know what I mean, if that happened. Like, yeah, I mean, it, 20, would, it would be something. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it would just be something so powerful or, or you know, overwhelming. That'd be, yeah, that's absolutely. Word, that, I, I, like, I think a lot of it ahead. does have to do with the, with the length of time. 20 years is so long. Like, for most yeah. people, if they're lucky, mm-hmm. that's an entire quarter of their life. You know what I mean? Like, it's one, 25% of their entire life just got lost. Um, and that's yeah. if they're lucky. Some people, you know, they unfortunately die early and that could be up to <clears throat> like a, a third of your life. Um, mm-hmm. And I've known people who, who have passed away very unfortunately in their 40s. So we're talking 50% of your life. I mean, if this if we rewired this question to be five years, like it, it would be heartbreaking. But I, I feel like it would be heartbreaking. But like you could overcome it. Like I, I can see yeah. the end of that tunnel of like, OK, I lost five years. So for me, it's like, okay, now I'm 38, my kid's five, but like, he's still a kid and he's going to know his dad. And, you know, yeah, I, like- we, I can pick up the pieces and, and start rebuilding a life here and now. But when we jump to 20, it's like, fuck, what does anyone do at that point? You're too old to work. You have, you, 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 you just, you've done nothing to like, just financially, like, right. So you have, you have yeah. no retirement, you have uh, no build of social security. You have, um, no, 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 probably no car, no, no, no house, no, nothing. You have nothing. You're in your fifties. You, you've lost your kids. Like if you're lucky, your kids will be very excited to at least get to know you now, but like you've lost out on everything there. The relationship that you probably had, you know, in this case with me and my fiance, like, like I would hope, I would very, very much hope that my fiance found someone else because, you know, it would be so, I can't imagine being a single mom for 20 years, you know, and, and you know how the the world is today. The economy yeah, is so, so bad. Yeah. Like, God, like I would hope. And then, but then I'd have to deal with that. It'd be like, it's a castaway problem when Tom Hanks gets back from the <laughs> island and his wife, wife found yeah. somebody else, right? But like, yeah. you know, I would, I, the... I would hope that in 20 years, like, you know, she, she found someone to share a life with and, and be happy because dear God, like, like, yeah, I, the 20 years, man, fuck. Like I'm, <laughs> I wish I, <laughs> at, at that age, like at, at, in my fifties, especially cause you know, I've been atrophying in a bed for 20 years. Like I'll never, I'll never lift weights again. I'll never, mm-hmm. I'll never like, not in a, in a way that I do now, you know, I'll probably never play a sport or anything like, like, Basically, like my life has been ruined to to an extreme degree at this point. Yeah, and I'm I was l- I was actually going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to bring that up though. What you were talking about with your muscles being atrophied, like because you were talking about how like you know you you don't you, you know everything has been taken from you. Your your you know your job. You know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But like even if you were to try and want to move on, like. You can't do that right away because, like, no. you wouldn't be able to do anything. Like, you're. Gonna I don't have think to you relearn, move on from this. You know? I think this is something like I don't think all all the therapy in the world, all the all the whatever you want to throw at this issue in the world, like you're gonna die fucked up in the head from mm-hmm. this. The, the the trauma and and the stress that this is gonna induce is gonna be on a level that like you won't you won't live long long enough to get through it <laughs> and yeah. to the other side I mean, of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, the only way I can see like even somebody like being able to even have like a sliver of a chance is if you were really young when you slipped into this coma and then the 20 years passed. Yeah, but still, okay, but even even that is so debilitating. So imagine a five year old goes into a 20 year coma and they wake up 25. Well, guess what? They only ever learn things up to five years old. Yeah, from five years old. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. I never thought about it. And they're absolutely devastated for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you know what? You're right. I I wouldn't. I, I I don't know why. I automatically assumed like, you know, okay, you wake up at 25 and you're gonna be like a 25 year old. But no, because yeah. you slipped in the coma when you were five, you're gonna act like a five year old in a 25 year old's body. Yeah. There's like, there's no age in which this could happen to you, and it's at, at all like a scenario where like you know what? Okay, at least it happened to me at this age. No. Uh, I think the <laughs> yeah, best yeah. the best you could hope for is it do, it hits you at seventy five, and you wake up at ninety five and you're like, well, oh, I, you're I like, mean, and even then, like, I, I mean, what do I know? I'm I'm not a seventy five year old. I don't know what it's like to be seventy five year old. And maybe at that point in my life, it's just as devastating to lose those twenty years as as it is if I was if I was younger. So it, it, it's hard to yeah. say, but um, but my God, man, that is it's just it's. It's such a depressing thought to really to really try and go through that scenario of like what if I mean if there's <laughs> yeah, any silver lining the one here. No 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 if there's any silver lining and this is honestly uh, not much of one really but like people are going to want to know about you and your experience they're going like you're going to be a study for sure and like um oh, you know you'll true. definitely be able to write a book or a podcast if you really want to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you imagine like the yeah. the the coma pot the coma cast it would no <laughs> it's not gonna be called the coma cast <laughs> <laughs> dear god tom i mean if it was me i'd be calling it tom the coma cast <laughs> <laughs> but i mean and that's that, that's just a small i would i don't know man i don't know i do think that person would be famous but then again maybe yeah, there's people that this definitely. is happening to and i've never heard of this happening in any in any way that stuck with me so like it has this happened before yeah i don't you know what like um i believe there has been very rare cases but you also have to imagine this like okay let's say it did happen to you and then you do have all these interested parties you know these media sites and whatever like but that doesn't necessarily mean that the person would like to have that spot oh yeah too i'm I'm talking to myself so elaine esposito in Mm -hmm. uh she she was born in uh Oh no no! It looks like in in 1934 she went into a coma. She came out of that wow. coma in 1978, 37 years later. Wow! Really? Yes. Dear God, Elaine Esposito. Wow! I need to know I, about this person. <laughs> I know. Um, we'll have to. You know, we we may want to want to bring this one up uh, again later too with more information on her. Yeah. Let's yeah. Maybe we'll do, we'll do a thing on, on her maybe next episode, but yeah, that's the longest. I, again, I mean, the thing is, and, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong here and you can tell me if you agree or not after 20 years, who fucking cares? Like 25, 30, 40, like 40, years, you lost your life. You lost your life. One way oh or another, yeah. Right? No, I do agree. Like, yeah. It's equally it's- as, is debilitating and horrifying um man that this yeah that is definitely depressing <laughs> to think about oh dude she was six years old when she went into a coma wow really yeah, oh so my she god she was a six-year-old wanna... she woke up 
and she would have been 43 years old. Well, okay, you know what? Okay, let's let's say it right here. Do you want to maybe we'll do research on her next episode we record. It'll be a whole segment of Echoes of the Past cuz we'll we'll talk about this episode and sure. we'll just I'm talk down. about her case. We'll talk about I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah, very interesting. Absolutely. Let's do that. Um, but what one about thing you, I man? wanted to bring Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say for me First of all, yeah, I agree with a lot of things you said. Like, I mean, your, your life's going to basically be over. I mean, for me, I'm going to be 61, you yeah, know, when yeah. if I were to go into coma right now and wake up 20 years later, <clears throat> uh, my wife would be 51. And you know what I mean? Um, and hopefully, which I don't think he will survive that long, you know, because dogs normally don't live that long. But, you know, I won't there won't be any chewy. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, there. Dog, that's, yeah. that's a sad, <laughs> sad thought. But. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to bring up the part you said about, like, you would hope that your fiancé found someone else within right. the meantime. You know, I always say this when uh, the same thing that happened in Castaway. I always told, I always tell my wife, like, if that happens and I come back, like, up, oh, you're back with me now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that, again, that, like, that, even, even that, I, although I don't agree with that, I think that that uh-huh. logic can hold up at least a little bit when it's something like three to five years, right? Even though, like, yeah. it's more complicated than that. But when you're in the it, two decades, like, I think all fucking bets are off. <laughs> no, I, I, I say that half jokingly, but, but the part that's truthful about it is I know that's how I would feel, though. I, I would feel that way. Yeah, you know of I mean? course Where you I would, would be like, I you, want you no to time back. went by. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I wouldn't expect, like, in can, all honesty, I wouldn't expect her to. Can, you know can what you, I mean? Can you imagine, like, I and I would imagine this is what would happen with me. Every single day I went to sleep, I would be hoping that I would wake up from the dream that is this nightmare. Oh, you know, just yeah, like, I know. Just like, like how I went to sleep one day and I woke up and I woke up in this nightmare. I would just, I'd probably spend the rest of my life Every time I went to bed, hoping that I woke up in in my past body. Yeah. Honestly, dude, like I would because, you know, once you woke up from the coma, they're not going to send you home right away from the hospital. Yeah. And the way I would feel is every night when I went to sleep back in that hospital bed, I would I would probably feel almost the the exact intensity of feelings when I wake up the next day. Uh, from yeah. from being waking up from the coma because I would look around and realize I'm still in the hospital bed, which means this is not a dream and it's the truth. Right, exactly. Like I said, there's no. I don't think I don't think there's any level of like therapy or help a person could get in this situation that would would you know I don't know uh, like help them get over this. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. You know, I don't. I, I just mean, think there's some things you just don't get over. No, yeah. No matter how much like you go to any kind of counseling or therapy or anything like that, yeah. this isn't something I don't think anyone can solve. Nope. Um, you know, so I do want to. You know, I I'm very curious on our listeners if you you know I want to hear back uh, what you guys would feel, what you think you would feel like after a 20 year coma. What's the first things you might want to look up? You know, that have changed. If you think technology may have changed in within that 20 years. Oh God, we didn't even um, talk about that. We didn't even talk about like how much the world would have changed, right? So it's like people go to prison for 20 years and then they come out, they can't find a job because the whole world's different. What's changed? Yeah, yeah like we didn't even talk about that because like honestly to me at that point it'd just be secondary <laughs> but like but yeah like that would yeah. be yet another impossible hurdle to, to overcome like look at how a, a lot of older folks struggle with the internet or computers now like imagine what you yep. would struggle with after 20 years of just not of not being on the map at all you come out of a cave 
and 20 years later, the tech is going to be so different that you're, and you're going to have no reference for how things developed over time. Yeah, I know. I, I also was thinking about that, too, when we were talking about like being in this hospital room is like when you open your eyes, how much would have changed within 20 years? Like, would there be so much of a change in technology that you would you would you may not even be like, oh, am I in a hospital room? Like, what is this? You I don't I mean? see like, that. OK, so I don't think that would happen. I think you wouldn't really feel the technological change until you're out into the world. I think you're going to wake up and it's going to look like a hospital, right? I think maybe mm-hmm. something, you might think it's a really nice hospital because you're like, oh, wow, you know, like all their equipment's like really fancy and it looks like really like, you know, um, <laughs> I'm top glad notch. I have really good insurance. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. But yeah. I think I think once you're out in the world and you're having to do everyday things, whether it's like order a pizza or get a job or or, or anything along those lines, like you're probably going to be faced with tech that you don't know how to use and you don't understand. Yeah, I think that that that's going to be, that would be a trip. I And I know this sounds like a joke because like, but I, I know like I, I probably would want to, I, I would probably, that's most of my questions to my wife, if, if she's still my wife, you know, if she was there when I awoke from the coma. Well, probably, that's probably not the first things I'll be talking about. But, you know, after a few days or whatever, I'd probably be asking like, like what else has changed? Like how, how, you know, do we still have cell phones? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or, or like, like what kind of new video games well, have come out? Like the United States is now, uh, um, uh, a monarchy. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and who knows what other crazy stuff. Australia doesn't exist anymore. The animals took over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crazy stuff. That, yeah. If, if she told me that all the venomous poisonous animals, like, you know, in Australia took over, I'd be like, Oh, well, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, right, right. I mean, also, <laughs> like, like, you'd probably be coming back in a time where, like, you know, a lot of global warming and ind- the 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 backlash of, like, the mass extinction of animals and all that stuff would be really, really um, underway at that point. And so that would be another Ooh, thing that yeah, would be hugely true. different. Yeah. But all right, let's, you know what? I'm almost like, let's <laughs> sure. let's stop talking about this. This is getting real dark, this episode. I know. <laughs> She'll, she, well, the one thing I'd hope too is I come out of the coma and she's like, "Oh, I forgot, I got you a PS10, <laughs> like a PlayStation 10." You're just like, like Hell you, yeah. you look directly at the camera. Worth it. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> Stupid. god. Stupid. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, you know what? I'm very curious uh, for our listeners to let us know uh, what they think, uh, how they think things will change in 20 <laughs> years PS10. if they were in a coma, how they would feel. Uh, you know, I know it's a sad subject to think about, but you know, it's. Um, also, I, I want to know if there's anyone out there who feels that way about the same as me about this castaway situation. Like if your significant other found someone else because you were they thought you either dead or you're in a coma for 20 years and now you're back, you know, like, would you expect them to be like, OK, now you're back with me now? <laughs> you know oh what I mean? Or would God, you be more or would you be more happy on like, you know, I'm glad they found someone. Um, but you know what, William? Dude. Let's not imagine this, okay? Yeah, no more imaginings for today. I open my mind's eye and peer into the dimensions, looking for those who will speak or give noticeable mention, whether they be new or with us all along. Let me hear all the messages from beyond. And welcome to Messages from Beyond. We actually had quite a few of people write in. Um, one of them I thought was really interesting. Uh, they wrote it for, uh, and this is all they said. And I don't know why he wrote this. It was from Darnell Hudson. 
Okay. Uh, he wrote it under the episode of season two, episode uh, 22, Kiss My Asteroid Goodbye. <laughs> and I, I'm <laughs> kind of confused on this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm what was it? This. Maybe you could. Show. He, he just says, hey, guys, by the way, Fritz is stuck in your head. Like, I, I mean, I don't oh, get what that means. Like, because Fritz I mean, hasn't okay. been around. I mean, it's but, like, just got to be. Another joke because you know every episode you're coming up with a joke of what's up with Fritz, so maybe that's just his joke, which is a good one. I like that one. I did, yeah. You know, it it confused (laughs) me at first. Um, uh, Actually, we have another one for season two, episode twenty three. Help! I need somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got one from Eric Orzov, and he says, "Before you even mentioned it, my thought." was a financial advisor. Oh, by the way, that uh, help I need somebody was about if you could get one personal assistant for one aspect of your life. Yeah, that's the episode where Tom just <laughs> had the right answer immediately and we didn't have much else to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was the right answer, but yeah, maybe and it was the right It seems answer. like Eric agrees, so... Yeah, he says, before you even mention it, my thought was a financial advisor, but if we were going to be fun, <laughs> see, see, that's the main part of the thing. If we're going to be fun, financial he stability rock- is fun, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, he says, if we're going to be fun, I would hire a writer, uh, oh. a DM from time to time, or he says he DMs from time to time, and someone to implement my ideas would be amazing. Oh, like implement them into fiction instead of instead of a D and D game. Is that is that what he means? I I believe so. Okay, that's, that's, I can see that because I'm like, why would you want someone to write your D and D campaigns for you? But no, okay, that that makes sense. That would be really cool. I could see, I see the value in that for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I thought this was funny. Uh, this was also uh, written under uh, uh, season two, episode twenty two. Kiss my asteroid goodbye. We have from Joseph Parent. He says, I can relate to William. I introduce myself as Joseph, which I prefer. 98% of everyone I know have have all devolved to calling me Joe. Yeah, and it's I, just it just happens. It just happens. And then you just you get tired of correcting people and so you just give up. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He says, and I do appreciate the people that remember and are used to calling uh, me Joseph. Mm-hmm. I also prefer to call people by their proper first names unless they uh, unless they have a preference otherwise. Uh, little side note, there's lots of names I think are great until they're shortened. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with syllables. No, definitely not. And, you know, but you also like in my case, I mean, I think it's easy to just become part of the problem because I think for me, it's just like I get tired of introducing myself as William, but it devolves to Will. So it's like I'll just introduce myself as Will and I won't be mad about it anymore because like, you know what I mean? Like because I led yeah, with exactly. Will. Right. And that's kind of what has happened to me over the last few years. But now I'm taking a stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Like, no more shall you be calling my me Will. <laughs> right, indeed. So, um, so, yeah. Okay, so I got the uh, last one right here. Uh, this was written under Season 2, Episode 20, Where We're Going, We Don't Need Roads, uh, <laughs> which sure. was all about if transportation, you know, oh, if there was no yeah. transportation. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Vic- <laughs> uh, Victor Rodriguez wrote, Hoping I'm rich in this reality so four guys can carry me in a chair. Okay, probably six guys. <laughs> Thank you, pandemic pounds. <laughs> so, <laughs> For sure. For sure. So like a palanquin. Yeah, I guess Gosh. so. <laughs> that, you know what? Like I would never like I would never want to ride in a palanquin because I don't want to like basically be a boat a physical burden on people. But low key yeah, right? I would like to f- know what it's like to ride in a palanquin. <laughs> 
Oh, really? <laughs> just because it's <laughs> it just seems so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Yeah, that's and true. and I, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a place where you could pay for it, but I I just I would feel bad doing it, so I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I'm not like the most heaviest person, like you know that that I know, but but I'm I'm a pretty hefty guy. And I, whenever I always see things like that, I always feel uncomfortable because I definitely don't want no one to carry me. But it also extends over to horseback riding even though i know a horse can definitely take my weight and run around and do all that stuff Mm -hmm. i just think in my head why does this horse have to have my heavy ass on its back like well it doesn't tom it doesn't i know that's what that's why i don't go horseback (laughs) riding but like but i mean i'm just saying like that's how uncomfortable i am with having someone carry me no no i i I understand for sure absolutely but dude could you imagine The podcast you have just heard are the imaginings from the highly evolved minds of the extra-dimensional beings, Will and Tom. It has been translated into a format more easily understood by the human mind. Interpret it as you will. Should you find yourself seeking more answers to life's most intriguing mysteries, you can show your support by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. You can also leave an Apple Podcasts review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY Imagine, and on our YouTube channel, where you can leave a like and a comment. We can also be reached through our email, dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. We leave you now so that you may gather your thoughts until we meet again to ponder the meaning of the cosmos and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Um, oh, that's know, very You'll true. definitely be able to write a book or a podcast if you really want to. <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine, like the yeah. the the coma po- the coma cast? It would no. <laughs> it's not going to be called the coma cast. <laughs> Dear God, Tom. I mean, if it was me, I'd be calling it Tom the Coma Cast.